This is Margaret Copeman Frankowitz with another episode of Diabetic Survival. Okay, I'm your hostess with the mostess in this episode. So I have some fun stuff planned uh, for the next year or so. I want to try to get uh, people to subscribe and like my channel. And if I get, I have a, I have a proposal on the table now. If I get a thousand likes, then I show my face on YouTube. And then I have to go to YouTube and that means I have to wear makeup and all that stuff and then you get to see my pretty face. Um, otherwise I'm going to stay on the podcast because I'm more comfortable with podcasts and I, it works for me. So anyways, with that being said, I have an episode for you today, which you may find beneficial, but just, you know, I am not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. I'm not a clinician. I have worked in the healthcare field before, but that does not mean that I can give you doctorly advice. You need to actually get that from your doctor. So that's my disclosure. So the stuff that I talk about, you need to see your doctor first or nurse about doing it first to see if it'll work for you because I certainly don't want any harm coming to you. Okay, that being said, I want to talk about TENS therapy. Okay, I got to tell you why I want to talk about TENS therapy. Originally, I was researching red light therapy and, uh, you know, being on an alternative medicine type channel, um, I was really curious about the red light. Um, I actually was exposed to it, kind of like a (laughs) pun there, exposed to red light therapy uh, when I went down to Planet Fitness uh, about a couple years ago. And I really liked it. It was very soothing. It was very peaceful. It boosted my mood. It was very different. I had no idea why I was in this. They called it the angel. I think they called it the angel therapy room or something like that. But um, I really enjoyed it. And uh, at least when I was actually in a bed that actually worked. So um, unfortunately, Planet Fitness, I don't know why, but the beds break down all the time. So when you go in there, this the, the bottom of it's supposed to vibrate. And then, uh, of course, it, it shines the, the, the light on you. And it's like a UV light or something. I think it's like a UV light, but it's like a red light. And um, the health benefits have been enormous for people. Or This is what people have claimed. Okay, Everything from getting rid of freckles to getting rid of um, warts to helping with skin reactions because you know as diabetics we do get uh, skin rashes on occasion you know like under the armpits and back of the neck and the groin area etc so um yeah i definitely wanted to check out this light um there are some people that have even claimed that it actually helps heal up acne about 80 percent which is pretty darn good i mean that's actually better than most topicals i think and, um, you know, just basic skin issues. But then I was reading also that the only people who actually tested this red light therapy are the people who are selling it. So that's kind of suspicious. So anyways, I decided not to do a report on the red light therapy until I know a little bit more about it. But um, what I mentioned before is a TENS therapy. And a little scandal that I found 
Of course, this doesn't have anything to do with Tin's therapy. It was just, I was trying to actually relate something to the Russians. Um, reason being is because um, I actually did use Tin's therapy when I was in a car accident back in my early 20s. And um, I was on the TENS unit for about six months, and I think the medical bill is around $4,000. I mean, it was very expensive to actually use TENS therapy back then. And lo and behold, two years ago, I actually found a TENS therapy that I could actually purchase in Walmart for $39.99. Yes, $39.99. Absolutely amazing. So, of course, I snatched it up. I didn't have any back pain or anything at the time, but you know, I have had back pain before, so kind of interesting. So, if you've ever used TENS therapy, it's kind of cool because basically what it's doing is it's sending these little electrodes into your muscles and making them work. It's it's actually stimulating uh, your circulation and helping your blood to flow. And this could have enormous benefits for those who are diabetic. Now, remind, this needs to remind you, I'm not a doctor, okay? So you're gonna have to check all this out with a doctor. Um, when I started using the TENS therapy, I actually went through a chiropractor, just so you know. Um, lots of medical doctors, I mean, they may know, but they there's a good chance that they won't know. And if they don't know anything about it, of course, they're not gonna suggest it, okay? So um, anyways, let me get back to why I'm excited about it. And maybe I should talk about the scandal first, or maybe I should start from the beginning. Okay, so I was trying to find out when TINS therapy um, actually came into existence. Because the story that I was told back in the 20s, and of course this is before we really had internet access, just to show you my age a little bit, I was told, because I asked about it, well, where, how did this start? And they said that it actually started with the Russians, um, not true, by the way, but, uh, it's, yes, this is the story I was told. It started with the Russians in the Olympics, and, uh, they were trying to find ways to naturally get ahead without actually using drugs. You know, drugs, steroids, whatever athletes do to, you know, try to get that upper edge. So they were using tense therapy. Well, come to find out, I have found absolutely no proof of this on the internet. None. So if it is true, it's been wiped from existence and I don't have access to it. So, but I did find out some things, some, some scandals too, and some not scandals. So, um, now I'm not going to talk about the scandalous part yet. I'm going to talk about, um, a little bit of the history on it. And I found a little bit of history on it, but they started off with Rome, but I find that impossible because Rome actually took over Greece and um, actually uh, they didn't have a, a year for the, the, the Rome information, but they did have a, a date for the uh, Greece information of 350 BC in ancient Greek times. Okay, so I, I guess I need to explain because, you know, they didn't have like the little pads and stuff like that that they do now for the tense therapy that you can put on your, you know, your shoulder blades or your arms or your back or whatnot. They didn't have that, of course. But hypocrisy, hypocrites, hypocrites, I'm just going to call them hypocrites, was a father of Western medicine. He used the TENS therapy treatment successfully, or it wasn't called that back then, but 
Um, he used it successfully on many people in 350 BC in ancient Greek times. So, as you can see, this was a prevalent form of treatment in many parts of the world. Now, in Rome, uh, Scribonius Largus was a Roman doctor who was a supporter of this treatment, which then discovered it helped people uh, by using an electric fish, quote-unquote, that was found in the sea. Uh, they don't know why this particular fish helped people, but it was an important discovery nonetheless. So if you really want to see something shocking, <laughs> literally, pun intended, it was electric eel. So um, I have seen, as a matter of fact, last week I saw on YouTube an electric eel shocking a human being. And to be perfectly honest, I thought it was quite shocking. <laughs> okay, I'll stop now. Okay, so, so the electric eel was uh, the former tense therapy back then. So then in the 1700s, Ben Franklin was even a supporter of this type of treatment. I don't know if he was throwing eels around or what, but anyways, uh, considering he did work with electricity, he was actually fascinated by what electric currents could do for the body. So in 1747, he came to the discovery that electricity is a fluid matter that can penetrate the body freely without destroying it in the process. Um, this was very important to find that many pioneers in this type of medical technology drew on later to make their inventions work for the human body. So, of course, we've got Ben Franklin to thank for this. So, the father of modern tense treatment, because there's always somebody else coming out with it. This is the guy that actually came out up with the pads, I'm, I'm supposed, I, I, I would assume. Anyways, his name was uh, C. Norman Sheely. He was um, responsible for the type of modern TENS units that we use today. He was an American neurosurgeon who went to great lengths to develop pain management therapies for people who suffer from migraine headaches, nerve pain in various parts of the body, especially the back and other chronic pain from conditions such as gout. And I can attest, uh, being a patient, not of... Norman Shealy, but of someone else that the TENS treatment worked for me beautifully. It was definitely worth the six months of it that I went through. So, so where is he from? Well, he's from, um, well, I can tell you where he graduated from. He, he actually graduated from the Duke University in Durham, North Carolina. I have actually been to that university. I've been in that hospital. I actually had, I actually broke my arm and I got to go there. Um, anyways, um, kind of weird how everything comes so close to home here, even though I'm originally from Arizona. But anyways, that's besides the point. So he spent three years at the Western Reserve School of Medicine uh, to develop the TENS device in the 70s, along with other important research on spinal cord therapies. So then, then he made history, then companies started picking up on it, and, uh, you know, he became the father of TENS therapy. How cool is that? Now, Sheely is actually still alive today, so um, he has his own clinic in Fairgrove, Missouri, and uh, he has uh, developed a keen interest in holistic medicine. The Sheely Institute alone has managed the pain of over 30,000 patients. He also has a radio show out there, but it doesn't say where it's at. So, um, of course, if I ever get news about that, I will make sure to pass it on. 
but he helps callers with their chronic pain issues. So he works with the Holos Institute and uh, that has allowed him to further research the techniques in pain management. And overall, he's really made a remarkable achievement because his little device has been used worldwide in pain reduction. And um, e-stim therapy is still used at his clinic with patients committing to a minimum of eight hours of therapy for at least five days to treat bothersome conditions where traditional therapy isn't working. So I have word that he did write several books. One of them was called Living Bliss and 90 Days to Self-Health. And of course, they do call him the hero of modern medicine. Now, just so you know, if you're thinking about getting a TENS therapy unit, uh, it may be as easy as going down to your local Walmart and going into the pharmacy and, and looking for a TENS therapy unit there. And of course, they have multitudes of therapy units that they actually sell online through Amazon. I've seen them, of course, as cheap as $39.99, which is what I saw at Walmart, all the way up to $1,200, uh, which I actually saw on Amazon. I think it was Amazon. Anyways, but with that particular unit, you do have to have a doctor's approval. There have been some tests that have come out, such as uh, some people wondered how they would actually uh, react to, like, for instance, high blood pressure. And it has been found to actually reduce it by a couple of points. That's kind of cool. Now, um, I certainly wouldn't run out and get a TENS therapy unit to reduce your blood pressure by a couple of points, like 2.5 or something. Because it's not much, and I think... uh, uh, actually, I've practiced the, te- the technique of deep breathing and have been able to reduce mine to four points. So you might want to try that out first. But uh, still, there's a whole lot of really cool things this TENS unit, uh, or people claim that this TENS unit can actually do, such as relief from arthritis pain. Uh, for instance, uh, helping you with neuropathy. Now, again, I would actually suggest a B-complex vitamin. But um, if you need immediate relief, like if you're in a lot of pain, then I would use, definitely use TENS therapy until that heals up. Use it a combination of both. Make sure you get that approved through your doctor first, okay? And, uh, uh, of course, TENS therapy is great for, for instance, when I hurt my back in an injury and uh, in, a, in a car accident. It, I did take medication as well, um, but I, my muscles were so tense that they couldn't heal or something like that. So that's why they actually use combination of drugs and TENS therapy to actually heal up the muscles. And it was pretty bad because I was pretty much out of it for, like I said, six months. And that was back when I was in my 20s. Now I bet you I could heal up in like a month because <laughs> so, I'm keto, okay? Um, anyways, real big into keto. So um, another thing is, and of course, we're always looking at reducing inflammation because inflammation is wreaks havoc on the body. I mean, there's just no no other thing that does more damage than inflammation. And so the TENS unit can actually help you with your inflammation. And numerous studies, of course, I don't have a list of the different studies. It just says numerous studies have discovered that electric impulses can reduce inflammation located deep within the muscle fibers. So now that I've told you about some of the benefits of TENS therapy, and by the way, you know, like you can walk into Walmart, you don't have to get like a doctor's note or anything. I'm just saying that, you know, for the sake of being responsible, you know, because I have to say that, you know, just being the diabetes girl, that I have to tell you too, 
check with your doctor. But technically speaking, you don't need a prescription to check it out. Okay? So just be safe. But, um... Okay, so I want to get on to the scandal that I found out. So while I was researching the TENS therapy, um, and of course, I totally bought into it up until today. So I mean, like, for the past 30 years, I believe almost 30 years, that um, the TENS therapy came out of Russia, and it was actually used for the athletes to try to get ahead in the Olympics, etc. And um, that's actually not... So, so I gotta tell you what the scandal was. It's horrible. But, um, and this actually happened recently. Like, the Russians, believe it or not, have been banned for the next four years from the Olympics because of doping. Testing positive for banned substances. Yep, they did it. So this is why I could have actually believed at one period in time as well that they use the TENS therapy to get ahead because, you know, I'm assuming that athletes, they have a lot on the table. I mean, when you're competing with the rest of the world, you have to be top dog. I would assume Russia's, like, you have to be the top dog. I mean, it's communist, you know, of course, they have to produce the best, right? That's just communism for you. So, I mean, obviously, uh, they're not going to get too many contracts the next year if they don't. So, they're going to lose all the privileges. So, but I think that would be any athlete, really. But I guess maybe the pressure is really on in Russia. So, doping. And at first I had to look at it. I'm like, do they mean, like, drugs? I, I know. I, I actually am that naive. But I'm like, wait, are, are they talking about drugs when they say doping? Because I saw Russians cannot go to the Olympics due to doping. I'm like... Okay, so I mean, what kind of dope are we talking here? Because obviously we're talking about actual drugs. Well, it was a bunch of stuff I've never even heard of. So I was actually going to name the types of drugs that were actually used, which I could barely pronounce anyways, and when I went back to the website, it had been cleared as if some sneaky person had decided to remove it. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, so I don't know what drugs is. But anyways, uh, they went ahead and and attended the Tokyo Olympics. And uh, when they won certain gold medals, they were not allowed to show the gold medals. We're talking about the Russians. They actually did go to the Olympics anyways, even though they were not considered participants. So that meant that once they won, they weren't going to do the Russian national anthem and they weren't going to be able to wear gold. It would recognize if they won first place, yay, but, you know, they're not getting the recognition that they thought they would get. So, they're doing it anyways. But anyways, um, they did get permission to actually play Stravinsky's Symphony Number no. 1 in, in place of the um, Russian um, anthem. So that's kind of cool. I think I would rather hear that anyways. Um, I think most most of the audience would probably want to rather hear that than the Russian anthem. So, uh, because I don't think there's anything that chaps my hide more than knowing that. Like, for instance, if I was an athlete and I did everything through merit, through um, lots of work and just good genetics, I wouldn't want to know that the person next to me only won it because... He was doped up the whole entire time for super performance. And, you know, that dope's going to end up killing him anyways. You know, he's going to have a shorter life than I am anyways. 
So um, nothing's natural there. I mean, we're not built to be superhuman. If we were, we would be on the cover of, you know, a comic book somewhere. And so maybe we just need to put the Russians on the comic books. Because, I mean, they're being a bunch of clowns right now. A bunch of comedians. Okay, there's some slapstick comedy for you. Okay, so that was my big little, you know, conspiracy. Uh, what was going on with Russia. And so I can't even give them the benefit of the doubt with the whole TENS therapy and stuff because... You know, who knows? I don't know if they were doping back in the 1940s and 1950s, etc. But I do know that they're doing it now. Um, another scandal that, that kind of came out of Russia. It's like scandal for scandal for scandal. But uh, there's also word, and of course, you know, Russia denies it. But they were also saying that uh, where the athletes would go to was actually, to get the drugs, was state-sponsored. So, yeah, jaw-dropping, right? I mean, I'm not here to judge people's morals or anything because I believe people are going to have to face the consequences of their actions eventually. So, um, Russia needs to, you know, do a self-assessment, self-check. Because uh, the fact that of the matter is, is that they actually do have state-sponsored druggie houses for these athletes... That means they literally care nothing about people. But, you know, we have a lot of that going on since COVID, right? Um, But I'm just saying that we as humanity, we need to actually be better than that. We need to rise above that and be better uh, not only to our neighbors, but to those in other countries. And to not cheat. We don't need to cheat. Do with your own merit. And if you're not that good, maybe, you know, with practice, you will be that good one day. And if you're not, it's okay. You don't have to be a superhero. You're just, you're just an athlete, right? Just, just be a good sport and do something else. I mean, with Highlander, there could only be one, right? With Lay's potato chips, you can't eat just one. With the Olympics, you got the silver, the gold, and the bronze. With Columbus, you have the Santa Maria, the Pina, and the something else. But there were three of them, right? So, you know, it always comes in threes or whatnot. I mean, but they're all winners, okay? So, basically, with Russia pulling the the little shyster thing that they did, because, I mean, it's pretty apparent that the Olympics, they do drug test. They were basically turning all of their winning athletes into a bunch of losers. So now instead of winning it, you just look like a putt being there up on the stand. I mean, you're not wearing a gold medal or anything. And uh, we already know that you probably did drugs, so you don't even qualify. You just look like a putt. But yeah, you can participate if you want to. But I mean, that's kind of humiliating if you think about it. I seriously do not think that I would participate after getting caught doing an illegal substance for something I trained so hard for. I wouldn't be able to, I'd be hanging my head in shame. Shame on me for, not for getting caught, but for doing the drugs in the first place. Knowing that I was trying to take 
an unfair advantage against somebody else. Like I was trying to find a shortcut so I wouldn't have to work as hard as they did. Okay, so if you've listened to this whole entire podcast, you're going to have to like it and subscribe. Um, hopefully you can do that through Spotify um, or you can go to Acre and actually, I mean, you have to like you know, create an account and stuff um, and then like it and subscribe that way. So they make it a little bit difficult, but not really. Um, no, actually, wait, do you have to actually make an account? I don't know. But anyways, uh, go ahead and like and subscribe and I, I do promise you have my promise if I ever do get a thousand subscriptions and uh, 4,000 views which is what I need that I will actually post a YouTube video with my face in it and I'll even wear makeup and I'll even brush my hair so um, with that being said I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast diabetic survival um, I certainly wouldn't be doing this unless you guys were listening And please be kind to each other. I know it can be a very harsh, cruel world out there. And uh, there's some people that obviously do not deserve your kindness. But um, that's a reflection on them, not you. (laughs) Thank you again. Until next time. This has been Margaret Coleman Frankowitz. Mm -hmm.